Today's episode is brought to you by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. From waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. They're now open for in-store shopping, but with a COVID times twist. Along with mandatory masks, a few other things have changed. So check in on their website to find their latest updates and policies. Safety first, fly fishing second. Curbside pickup for your online or phone orders is still a great way to get all the gear you need. And they're still shipping across Canada for free on orders over 100 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Today's show is also in collaboration with Ontario Out of Doors, Esnagami Lodge, Costa, Arcteryx, Chums, and Forty Creek Whiskey. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is uh, <clears throat> the end of June, and now we uh, we're actually recording on location right now up in uh, northern Ontario, Estagami Lodge on on Estagami Lake. My name is Mitch. We've got Yelma. Hey everyone. We've got Aldo. Hey. And we've got uh, an opening day session ale from uh, one of our faves, Mister Muzdog. What's going on, Yelma? Can you crack that thing open? I would. It would be. Can you do it into the honor. mic so we can hear the sits? <laughs> Here we go. Mr. Muzdog, thanks for the beer, man. Ooh, baby. Oh, that uh, sounds good. So, Mr. Muzdog on Instagram, he's uh, a friend of the show, and he made uh, he made some. What, what what's the story behind this beer, guys? Well, uh, it's called the Opening Day Session Ale, and he brews a beer for Trout Opener every year, and he's got a really wicked. Um, the label is awesome. Yeah, it's an old um, painting of um, his dad, actually. Mm, man, it's cool. Um, on the river, wading and and fishing for trout and. It's a beautiful painting, and uh, it's mm-hmm. it's the opening. He, he Rod Murray, yep, Rod, Rod. Shout out to Rod. Uh, he met Yelma and I in the parking lot, and we socially distanced a beer handoff Man. Uh, on the Grand when uh, uh, Yelma and I were uh, fishing the Grand about yeah. a month ago. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so we we wanted to save it for a special occasion. Yeah, Rod. We're, Man, we're up at Esnagami Lodge, and this feels pretty special to me. So we brought your beer all the way up with us. We drove uh, 13 hours from Toronto all the way to uh, basically well, Nikina, Ontario, which is you know in the Thunder Bay district, and uh, took a float plane ride up to the lodge. And your beer was all packed away. So we're gonna do a little cheers. We're gonna take a sip of this beer before we rock and roll, and talk about our trip up here. Cheers, guys. Right on. Look at that. Let's see what this is. Delicious. That's a that's really nice. Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. Oh, that's Thank nice. you, Rod. Thank you, Mr. Muzdog. Very refreshing. We'll see you on the river when we're back. Yeah, this is actually really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good, guys. This is uh, uh so this is cool because we're recording uh, actually in cabin two right now. We're in cabin two at Estangami Lodge. We okay. Let's just get into this here. We look. So how did we end up here? We Aldo, <sighs> remember when back in February. Yeah. January, February, we went to the Toronto Sportsman Show. Remember? Yeah, we went to the the sport uh, sport fishing show. The one sport that's in, show. the one that's in Mississauga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we we got invited by Bernadette from Northeastern Ontario Tour- Tourism to work the uh, booth with her. Say hi and talk about fly fishing in Northern Ontario. Yeah, and she introduced us to to uh, Eric Lund, who Eric owns Esnagami Lodge up here in in um, in Northern Ontario, and. We got talking with Eric, and he was showing his pictures of this lodge, and it's like, you know, he's been in operation now for 30 years, and um, the pictures he was showing us of the fishing up here was just insane. Like, classic Northern Ontario stuff, right? Big walleye, big pike, but then also, like, 
these big brook trout. And we were like, mm. that is cool, man. And so we got to talking and, and he said, you guys should, you know, you guys should think about coming down here in uh, the summer. And so we're like, well, I mean, obviously it's like a no brainer. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're a hundred percent down to do that. And so um, we, we did. And thankfully, I mean, it was a little iffy for a minute there cause COVID. Yeah. It was kind mm-hmm. of weird because, um, well, obviously because of COVID, but, um, yeah, we weren't sure that we were going to get, get down here, get, get down up here. here because of the travel restrictions. And then, up here. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, up here, way up here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were worried about the travel restrictions and then week by week, they kept getting better and better. And then it was like, okay, people can go places. People can go hang out in, you know, social circles of 10, which meant that us three could hang out. And also we could bring Adis, our uh, videographer, photographer, Buddy, which yeah. we got a big shout out to Adis. Shout out to Adis. He's filming yeah, us right now. He's filming us right now. Yeah, pass me that book, man. He's passing us the uh, <laughs> Thanks, shot list right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he's been here all week, and we actually took his car up north. Yeah. Which is rad. Thanks for yeah. the wheels. Thanks for the wheels. <laughs> Thanks for Leia. shooting, man. It's been super fun. It was yeah, super we, fun. Uh, it was like, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, we're going to get to do this trip. And finally, when it was like, yeah, it's looking like it's going to go. I don't know. We all got pretty stoked. Eh? We started stocking up on our stuff and getting oh, ready yeah. to head out on another trip mm-hmm. into Northern Ontario, which is, I don't know, my favorite place to come. You know, I think we all have a good time when we're in our own province fishing. Yeah, big time. Especially in these little corners of oh, yeah. pristine wilderness. It's, it's wild. No man's pristine. Land. Like, I mean, let's just set up where we are right now. Like, First of all, like I said, we're in cabin two up in Estangami Lodge. We've got, we're looking out the window. It's, I don't know, what is it, 10 o'clock? It's, it's 10, 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. It's brilliant well okay not brilliant sunshine but it's a brilliant sunset. It's pretty bright man it's like it's it looks pretty, like five o'clock normally yeah it does and like i'm seeing purple hues and pink hues i'm seeing a very calm lake beautiful night a very still forest it's like uh it's a magic night right now it is a beautiful beautiful night and every night has been like this every night like and in terms of pack. in terms of lighting like it's it's bright till midnight yeah basically like midnight's when it starts to get dark it's like geez because we're that north, like we're in the middle of nowhere right now. Like there's no roads in here. Uh, the only power is the generator that, you know, Eric runs and the, and the team here run until um, midnight. And there's no cell service or Wi-Fi except at the main lodge because they have satellite internet. Yeah. We're like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I FaceTimed my dad uh, the other day. He's like, where are you? It's it's bright. <laughs> it, was his birth- it was his birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. It was his birthday and it was dark, dark where he's at. And he's like, where are you? I'm like, it's like five o'clock where you're at. I'm like, no, no, no. It's the same time. <laughs> Same it's time, same place, baby. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, what a what a what a beautiful place. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So we drive up. This is the second time we've done a big drive. Mm-hmm. In Northern Ontario. In Northern Ontario. Uh, Wait, first of all, can I just say this is the first time we record all together in like a while? Oh my god, that's Look true. At us. We're in the same oh. room. We're using hey our guys. microphones again. <laughs> That's We're fun. in the same room together using our microphones. I can see, I can touch you. I'm yeah. touching Mitch. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of touching this weekend. We can cheers, we can hang out. It's crazy. Yeah. It's great. Man. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Aldo. No, I, I Continue know. my problem. Should we just jump into this? Yeah. Okay, so it's 3.30 in the morning uh, on Friday, <laughs> and uh, Adis is picking me up, and then we go get Yelma, and we get Mitch, and then we hit the road, mm-hmm. and then we make the drive. And it's a familiar drive at this point because we know we go to Tamagami so often, and we stopped off in Tamagami. To have breakfast mm-hmm. because we got there at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Eric made us breakfast. Yeah, burritos. Breakfast burritos. Oh, man, that's right. <laughs> God, that feels like so long feels ago. feels like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Karen, Karen and Eric made us breakfast burritos and gave us coffee. And Man, it was like crazy. We, we were at Tamagami by like, what was what time was that? Like 7, 8 o'clock? Like 8, 8, 8 a.m., yeah. pretty yeah. sure. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect timing. I, was, I didn't sleep at all the night before. Yeah, no. We were all yeah. texting each other in the group chat. Um 
and it was like I'm still up. It's like midnight. And we were getting up for three so we could hit the road. I mean, geez. So those that <laughs> coffee and breakfast burritos were a very welcome. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you guys. And in their new their new digs. Oh man, such a cool building mm-hmm. they got there. Yeah. Oh, right in the patio. heart of Tomogamy. Yeah. <laughs> I told them no one's gonna take your canoes out because they're just gonna stay at the patio <laughs> and hang out. Yeah. I know it's a beautiful. That might be spot. the goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. It was a great stop, pit stop for sure. And we saw a couple of people heading up for trips, which is cool. That you know people are. I mean, summer's here, you know, so it's great that people were heading out and getting ready for go, to, to go out on the water. Mm-hmm. But then we kept going. We blasted up all the way to, like, Moonbeam. Moonbeam. Well, so it's the first time when we went to Hearst two summers ago, which sounds crazy to say. Um, <laughs> uh, we passed a town called Moonbeam, and they've got this awesome sign. The town sign is on a UFO. Yeah. I want to know the backstory to this. I, yeah. don't, I don't know it. But I read a little bit about it. There was, like, a, there was a UFO land, like sighting there. Big one. Like an Area 51 kind, kind of Kind of like that kind of thing, yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. It's Ontario's Roswell. It's like Roswell, exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's in a Tragedy Hip song, you know? Gord Downey sings, Moonbeam Ontario. He wanted to go there, and they went. <laughs> okay. Moonbeam Ontario, man. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. You'd be like all Wait, the hip fans out there. Did he actually? I'm assuming so, because he says all the places I've always wanted to go. Never been and always wanted to go. Yeah. I can't remember what song that is. Love the hip. Yeah, yeah. But we went, man, and we stuck. We stood next to the it was coolest hot town sign ever. It was, it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was like forty degrees. Which is funny because I remember that yeah. the last time we went to Hearst, it was the same. It was like a million degrees. Mm-hmm. We actually stopped in Hearst for food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did we stop again? Oh yeah, we got McDonald's. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's oh, right. yeah, McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, a nice cool little. Wait, wait, wait. We, oh, got, yeah. oh, we went to this really uh, this cool little burger joint. This, uh, this kind of Scottish burger joint. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's or something <laughs> like that. It was really good. I think the Big Mac's going to be a hit. <laughs> With a yellow and red tartan. Yeah. The moonbeam hey! sign, though. <laughs> we stood next to the moonbeam sign, uh, and it's like a UFO saucer. Check out our Instagram or something, because I'm sure we're going to post that picture somewhere. Yeah. It's the coolest town sign ever. It's literally it's like, a di- like a diorama of a UFO with a little yeah. alien in there. It's yeah. a UFO. Yeah. It says moonbeam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, basically all there, <laughs> that's basically all there is there. And, you know, like. With aliens sticking out of the window. Small community, right? Big, yeah. yeah, aliens sticking out of the windows. Big sky country. Looks cute. Yeah, it's when you that's when you like you're pretty north in Ontario. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then we went you know, we we, we fueled up our tummies in Hearst and then we hit the last leg of the highway to Long Lack. Yeah. That's the that's the we did see two moose on the highway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was kind of the first um, bit we of did. wildlife we saw. We did two juveniles. Well, one of them was little, but the other one was kind of big, man. Like that really? one we spotted. I did not on see the second. The Trans Canada, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I saw the second one too. It was a thick boy, and it was just standing in the bush, just kind of like staring. Yeah, just chewing. His mouth was. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was just staring into like I don't know. He was just looking. One eye was going one way, the other guy was <laughs> eye was going another way, and he was like big. I was like, okay. The other one was a teenager, and he ran across the road. Right, right. Like, right. Yeah, right in, near Tamagami. Yeah, so I was definitely like I was gripping that wheel, looking, <laughs> trying to like see everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Isn't it funny that moose just out of they have a whole wide wilderness to hang out at, and they're <laughs> they right, just, just right by the road, chewing highway. and looking at us. I, think I just, just want to just want to see people <laughs> hang out. But yeah, we did see a couple of moose, and yeah, and then we just banged that highway all the way to Long Lack. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like, there's yeah, no service whatsoever between mm-hmm. Hearst and Long Lack. Yeah, I mean, like this is like a, radio drops at one point. This is like as north as you can drive on highways in Ontario. Um, you know, I'm sure there's like logging runs and stuff like that, but this is like, you know, the main highway in Trans-Canada. And so we drove all the way to Hearst and it just kept going, he, uh, kept going west yep. until we hit Long Lock. Yep. I'd never been to Long Lock before. Me either. We got got some got some brews at got the LCBO. Got some brews. Yeah. Nice people there at the LCBO. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. kept driving a little bit longer to yep. the 
between bridges between bridges in which was a great experience it was an awesome little spot yeah. if you guys are ever in outside of a long lack ontario check out between bridges in uh actually if you come up to esnagami because we will talk about why you should come here because this is the craziest place ever uh <laughs> especially if you like fishing walleye at this time of year or giant brook trout or big pike and if you don't like fishing any of those things then you're a maniac <laughs> um but if you're going to come to esnagami lodge check out between bridges in or just ask eric um, for his other echoes, but it, we had a great experience. Yeah, they were really, you know, again, because of everything that's happened, you know, they weren't able to open their restaurant, so they made sure we had food and uh, a way to get that food. And mm-hmm. that was really cool. And they said, yeah. even if we were late, that they would order pizza for us mm-hmm. and make sure it's in the room. We got some chicken wings. But instead, we got chicken wings. Yeah, we, we just <laughs> watched Bob's Burgers and ate a bunch of wings and then fell asleep together <laughs> in the hotel room. <laughs> And Actually, I woke I remember up. sleeping pretty well. Yeah, pretty good sleep. Yeah. I know Adis and Yelma were sharing like a like a double bed. Yes, you guys are both like bed. eighty feet tall and you know pretty pretty big guys. And yeah, I don't know. That didn't really make sense. It, it, you did, know, it, that, it didn't. You know that Aldo and I slept together. It didn't. But <laughs> but we had a great we, little sleep. Hey, we, you know what? We made <laughs> little, a, we, little, <laughs> very little sleep. Uh, yeah, it was. It's a good hotel. What do you think? What do you think about it? You know, what do you think? I actually I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that whole experience that day. It was great. Yeah, um, you know, rides are fun, man. Yeah, the sleep sleep meep. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Sleep meep. We'll, sleep meep. We'll get sleep later. You know. Um, yeah, sleep is for the dead, man. Yeah, we. I, I like our camaraderie <laughs> in those hotels. <laughs> sleep is for the dead. Uh, shout out to those hardcore fans. Uh, yeah, we. It was. Uh, it was a good time. I, I mean, I like road trips. When we were like, I don't know, when, probably when we hit. Tamagami. I was like, ah, this is fun. We were just joking around, laughing, having a good time. Yeah. Well, I think to your point about being in the same room together right now mm-hmm. is that, I mean, Yilma and I got to fish together this year, but mm-hmm. this is the first time we got to fish together. Yeah. All of us. All of us this year. Mm-hmm. That's true. And yeah. I was really looking forward to just being able to hang out with you guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hang out, we did. <laughs> so let's get into the next day because this is when this is when uh, everybody listening is listening, you know, for this fishing talk, and this is where it kicks off because <laughs> literally, talking. literally, we 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 the fishing hit like hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like honestly, like Northern Ontario. Anytime we come up here, whether it be at Hearst, even Tomogamy, Elk Lake, here, the fishing is just like yeah, you start fishing and you're like fishing, you know, like. Um, but this is what happened. We we got to the airport. Nikina Air Service was amazing. Yeah, they're great. Super sweet, nice people, interesting, cool people, and also like buckled down with this COVID stuff. Really organized. Yeah. yeah. Had us in quick. They weighed our stuff on the planes, ready to go. We saw Jeff and uh, and his pops. Yep. Uh, Jeff is a fellow that we actually met at in Toronto at um, an, a Drift Outfitters event called uh, What the Fly, where you tie crazy flies with random materials. And I met Jeff years ago outside of that place, and I was like standing at the airport. I'm like, I know that. I know guy, you man. leaned over to me. That. You leaned over to me, and you're like, that guy went to a What the Fly. I was like, what are the odds? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then remember we were like standing. I'm like, did you go to What the Fly? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, man, yeah, we met. Yeah, like, oh my god, what what a small world. Like we were on the same plane together to go into Esnagami Lodge at the same week. Like what? So it's crazy. Yeah. This can't. This lodge can accommodate a lot of people. They're obviously they uh, more than half their clientele is American, so obviously the camp is a little bit empty. Um, I think there's a couple other groups, three other groups here, right now. Mm-hmm. So what are the odds that one person out of those three other groups? Yeah, we that we know met in Toronto. You know, oh, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. That's why I was like, it can't be him. And we're on the but same anyway, flight. In. It was him, and it was crazy. And yeah, so Nikina was amazing. We spoke yeah. with the owner, um, talked to him. Uh, 
Yeah. Talked to everybody working there. And yeah, hopped on the plane, a uh, big uh, otter, uh, yeah. turbo otter. Um, and it was just a quick flight. Pilot was great. Quick flight in. 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah super. It's just a little hop from there to here. Um, but, uh, you know, there's no roads in here. So this is the way in. Skipping a jump. I understand. Skipping a jump. I understand the term puddle jumper now. Yeah, exactly. This was a puddle jump. Yeah, that yeah. was a puddle. But the puddle we were jumping into is like <laughs> ridiculously big lake. Yeah, with like swells that are like three, four, feet. five, six feet tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Is that what you're gonna say? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, but 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 um, they've seen nine foot swells here. That's insane. I'm not surprised <laughs> because like. I think it was, well, we'll get to it, but like, yeah, we've seen some big, big waves out you there. You got, you oh my God, we were following you the other day. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. Later. You almost got knocked right out. <laughs> yeah. Mitch is laughing. Yeah, it was great. I was like laughing. I know you turned around and you gave me a fist Yelma. bump. You're yeah, like, yeah. Um, but anyways, that first day, so we, we landed and, uh, you know, we saw Eric and we saw the, the staff here um, who, uh, I mean, obviously we're, everybody here is amazing. Like we instantly, everybody's like, welcome, you know, happy to have you, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's wearing masks. Here's the hand sanitizer, which is a weird addition this year, obviously because, um, because of this virus thing that's been going around. But, um, virus. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Me too. Kind of actually. (laughs) Uh, but anyways, yeah, we met everybody. We high fived and unloaded our stuff and yeah. Cabin two headed up here. Um, and Eric's like, get your stuff ready. We're going to go out. We're going to, catch some walleye and have a short lunch and it's you know what time what time is this probably, probably 9 30 yeah our, yeah, yeah 9 30 10 yeah. Yeah. yeah probably about that yeah our flight was at uh well it was scheduled for 8 15 i think we were a little later than that whatever and uh it's pretty cool yeah, yeah you land the level of hospitality yeah at the lodge is like i think people in like you know my background in hospitality i think people in restaurants should strive for this level of hospitality I can't even imagine what it's like when the camp is fully going and there's turn down service mm-hmm. and they're they're cleaning your can your yeah cab, they come your, by and your change cabin towels every night. and stuff yeah that wasn't happening because they wanted to limit contact. Yeah. Everyone was there waiting to greet us mm-hmm. coming off the plane with open arms. They're mm-hmm. they're taking the stuff off the plane for us. They're putting it in ATVs and taking it to your cabin for you. Unloading it, putting it in, organized. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was the beginning of like. The amazing, like, yeah. So while they're welcome. ATVing our bags to our cabin, Eric's like, We're gonna go catch a bunch of walleye and cook them on an island. <laughs> and I'm like, We've been here for nah, 10 minutes, and this is already like the greatest day of my yeah. life. <laughs> and it was like, Okay, come on, yeah. So we get up here, and our bags are in here, and like, it's like, Okay, let's just we, we literally just start, let's string up the rods for the next seven days, yeah. String them up, and it's what the best feeling, feeling, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't, you're like, These things are getting put together, and we're not taking them apart. You don't have to break them down the other day because you're going back. And we, in fact, we left them in the boat the whole week. We left them in the boat the whole week. Because we had two week. dedicated boats with green casting platforms on them. Ingenious. Let us talk about these boats for a second because they're sick. <laughs> Cedar strip wooden boats. Like, what are they, 16 foot? Something like that? 17. 17 yeah. foot. Yeah. Probably like 30 feet. Probably. <laughs> you know, 9.9s on them, which is all you need to cruise around here. Honestly, you don't want more because you might flip the boat on the We boat. would have 100% flipped the boat because we didn't know what we were doing. But... They are such nice boats to cast from and fish from because they're stable as a table. Mm-hmm. And those casting platforms give you lots of nice room. Yeah, Eric's yeah. developed these removable casting platforms. Mm-hmm. He's got felt He's got felt on them like it's a putting green yeah. almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, a hinge in the middle and a hinge, hinge at the, the edge and it sort of bends in half. And yep. Yeah, it's great. Goes in between two seats so seats, you yeah. can turn any... Uh, any one of his boats into a fly fishing boat. Yeah. With a casting Super platform. smart. And we had those two dedicated boats for us the whole week and yeah. we just left all our gear in them. Yep. Yeah. Eric's a big 
fly fisherman. Uh, his bay fish is back. He's there from, they live in London. Yeah, let's talk about Eric for a second Yeah, here. Eric and his fam. Yeah, Eric and Eric Lund and his wife Sue and his kids, uh, Liam and Rowan, they're yeah. all up here. And Eric uh, loves fly fishing. He's bay fishes for a steelhead back in. Uh, very fishy, the, very fishy guy. Very fishy guy. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he he's had this lodge for 30 years and, yeah. and he, he kept seeing more and more potential for having fly anglers come up here and starting to become, I mean, the new fly fish, fisher's done four shows here and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, he was just like, you know, what? I, like, how do I make it better for fly anglers here? And yeah, the casting platforms, mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. And I love it Yeah, because obviously anybody who's ever fly fished in any kind of boat that isn't a polling skiff yeah. knows that you can get stuck on pretty much everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Those platforms. Yeah. Yeah. They worked amazing. That's just yeah. awesome fishing boats. Like Great. they, and like I said, like what we said, Eric's been this lodge. Eric bought this lodge 30 years ago, 30 years ago. Think about that. So, you know, you haven't been alive that long. I know. Ooh, and we'll I, get to that too. Well, I was going to say, and that's basically like you guys have been along basically that long, which is crazy. Like yeah. Eric's been fishing just here for basically your whole lives. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. I'm 33. Yeah. Three. So like, think I'm about that, right? Like, <laughs> pretty much your entire lives. Eric has been fishing this lodge yeah. and operating it as a lodge. That's crazy. So it's like, yeah, the amount of knowledge this guy's had, yeah. the, the amount of knowledge this guy has about the lake and just, it's amazing. Amazing. And it, it comes through, right? Cause it's, it's, it, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously instant confidence when you're out there. Cause he's just like, okay, well we're going to go to the flats and catch walleye for lunch. And it's like, Oh, lunch is in an hour. It's like, yep. So we go to the flats and it's just like, uh, 30 walleye, like so quickly. (laughs) Like it was just like so many fish on the flats. If you like walleye. Yeah. And you don't come to this lodge in June before you die, you have wasted your life. You have missed an opportunity (laughs) big time. Because like this is easily the greatest walleye fishing lodge I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Yeah. It's incredible to all the... Walleye lovers in Ontario. Pickerel, pickerel, whatever you want to call it. Which is like everybody. Pickerel, whatever you want to call it. Um, This is the mecca of walleye. And we're talking like consistently nice fish. Yeah, consistently. There's no small walleye caught. No. This time. No. No. But, you know, the ones the ones we did keep were in a smaller size, yeah. obviously. Yeah. In a slot yeah. size, yeah. yeah. And that's because, like, Eric explained to us right away when we got up here, and, and he talked a bit about it, because we had him on the show a couple episodes back, so give that a listen. Um, he talked about his catch and release program up here, which was, uh, it was actually a pretty, it was a, it was ahead of his time really, because he, he said he saw this lake and he saw this lodge and said at the time anglers were coming up here and they were keeping big fish and releasing the little fish, right? Thinking, okay, the little fish will spawn the big fish of, or kind of at the end of their rope. So we'll eat those, which is the complete opposite yeah. kind of thing that you should be doing because he's like the big fish are the spawners, right? Like their genes have carried through mm-hmm. and they're alive and living and thriving mm-hmm. and spawning, you know, thousands of fish every year, hundred, like tons and tons of fish. Yeah. The little ones are the ones yeah. you can keep. So yeah. he started this program and he, to discourage people from keep, you know, to help the fishery really become something special. And it like, like it worked in a big way. There wasn't a cast. Yeah. Where five to six walleye weren't following my yeah. fly. Yeah. We're not even joking. I'm not seriously. I'm, I'm not joking. Like they didn't hit every time, but every cat like I had a big for the most part, like because we were trying to catch pike, you know. Blinky. We had the we had yeah, those blinky blinky on. Blinky on. Mm-hmm. Oh, those big Atawapiscat mm-hmm. pike flies. Mm-hmm. And even <laughs> they were even just Yeah. Following that. Like right up to the side of the boat. 
Yeah, you'd have like three to five walleye just yeah. following. So within 45 minutes, we uh, caught enough for lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and we're Actually, like, probably in about five minutes, but still. so quick, like yeah. so fast. And we're like, okay, well, this is amazing. Obviously, like we've just caught tons of walleye and we're going to go up shore lunch already. Yeah. And it's like, we've been here for like, you know, we've yeah, been fishing for like was, 40 minutes. Finish. Didn't I have the camera and I was, I wasn't finished setting it up and then we had lunch. <laughs> That's yeah. how fast it was. Pretty much. Yeah. No, it's insane. It yeah. was nice also to get that time with Eric too, to just mm-hmm. like, uh, get to know, uh, yeah. Fish together. Fish together, yeah. fish together and, yeah. and start chatting. And then, I mean, what a great way to, I mean, a meal is always a great way to get to know people mm-hmm. and, an even better way is to yeah. have a shore lunch mm-hmm. on an island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and I mean he he on brought a, it, he on brought a it for lake us. Where the guy knows it better the than back anybody. of his hand. Yeah, and like we're talking like Esnagami Lake is a big, <laughs> big lake. It's like a fucking huge tons lake. Tons of bays, tons yeah. of bays, lots of like just the topography. All kind of if you're new to it, looks the same, right? Because there's no necessarily to to us you know right off the bat there's no huge hugely like big defining characteristics it's like there's trees there's outcrops there's rocks there's bays but it's like that one looks like that one that one looks like that one and it's like you get lost really quickly if you have no idea where you are and we didn't because we had been this is the first time we were here and like massive lake so when we yeah hanging out on that island and eating i mean eric cooked us a german potato salad which was a recipe he talks about um, in, uh, in, in a video we're, we're going to do, cause we interviewed him today and he was talking about it and it was like these potatoes and butter and onions and all this stuff. Oh, so and it was really delicious. And he fried up some fresh, like literally caught, you know, minutes before walleye and he filleted it so fast and in the pan, um, <laughs> and, and some beans. And we sat out there and, and we had a lunch together and we, it was like, you know, after this COVID world that we've been living in for the past few months, suddenly we're in the middle of nowhere, you Connecting. know, with no cell service and we're back together. We got Adis there. <laughs> he was blue kiss. <laughs> and we've got, you know, Eric, uh, our new buddy, Eric, and we're eating walleye. And it's like, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be a good time. And it set it up. What an icebreaker. Yeah, absolutely. Is that an icebreaker? What an introduction. Introduction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like what an introduction to this beautiful mm. place and this lodge experience. Um, Cause we didn't, you know, I mean, we've never done, a, I've never done a lodge experience like this. I mean, this is like, Legit. This is a legit lodge, like a really nice legit. place. The cabins are beautiful. Great yeah. cabins, yeah. Like spacious. There's wood heaters in them. There's fan ceilings, nice comfy beds, a shower with hot water, like a great bathroom. You know, a kitchen with a stove and a fridge. Like, yeah, it's legit. Even though they offer, and we took full advantage of their American plan, which is you get every meal. Yeah. Well, normally you would have it in the main lodge, but again, that wasn't happening. So they've de- they developed a very efficient. Yeah. And very good system of delivering your meals every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you get your breakfast delivered to the cabin at 7.15 on the dot. Yeah. And then when you, and then they pack you a lunch. And when you, get to the, when you get to the boat, mm-hmm. there's a cooler waiting for you with a fun little fishy joke mm-hmm. and some sandwiches. And then when you get back home, six o'clock on the dot. Dinner time. Dinner time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Delivered to your cabin. And every day has a different uh, dinner menu. Oh, my God. The first day? Mm-hmm. Ribs. I know, ribs. Yeah, ribs I and know. baked potato. The next day was um, turkey. turkey. Yeah. Turkey Ooh. stuffing, mashed potatoes. What was your potatoes. favorite? I like the turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes. I think it was my fave. Yeah. I think ribs might have been my favorite. Yeah, ribs, man. Those were... But everything was good. The chicken. Oh, they're spaghetti. all Spaghetti. Yeah. Pork chops. Pork spaghetti. chops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good, man. The food's really good here. The yeah. breakfast. Chocolate chip pancakes. Wait, wait, wait. Awesome. You know, yeah. we get dessert with these... these 
Oh yeah, there was like main every, every day. Oh man, <laughs> ice yeah. cream and yeah. apple yeah. pie, apple pie, everything, cheesecake. Um, food's amazing. Yeah, this place. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Red wine. Really good. I come alive at the nighttime. Really <laughs> good end to the first day it was ribs for sure. And then the next day we went out with Eric. Right? Did we go to Betty Falls that day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the day we went that's to Betty the day Falls. We went that to was Betty. our introduction into our favorite fishing spot. Yes. Yeah. Betty yeah. Falls. Betty Falls. Well, I mean, he took us to a bunch of different bays and points. Oh, but, we saw so yeah. much of the lake that day. Oh, well, yeah. this is the cool thing about here at this time of year is all a lot of the places we went to were back bays that were very shallow with like a silt type of thing. And uh, you just have cruising pike and it's like sight fishing. You're spotting fish and you're cat making casts. It was very much like being in Texas or in Tobago. Mm-hmm. Um, or Tulum. Yeah. Or Tulum. Um, I've never sight fished for pike before. No, me neither. Um, not like that. Not like that. Mm-hmm. I guess like polling skiff type of stuff. Yeah, like if we had a polling skiff. Yeah, it would have been pretty. would have been. It would have been. Exactly, like, exactly fishing like fishing the salt. The salt. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah. That, that's, some, that's something new. But then we hit up Betty Falls and Betty Falls is like this waterfall that comes out of Betty Lake, which is up on a, on a kind of up on a hill yeah. part of the land. But Betty Falls, um, and Eric was saying like in, in, to the indigenous people, they call it Wendigo Falls, uh, because of the Wendigo, mm-hmm. um, uh, like folklore and stuff like that, which is really cool. But Betty Falls is, uh, this beautiful waterfall that comes at the base of the lake and, and, and flows into Estangami Lake. And it's, uh. It's wild, man. Like the fish that were at that spot was oh, just yeah. ridiculous. We could spend all day there. No, you can spend spend all day there. You could have a like Adis and I were talking about. We were floating around one day when you guys were in Betty Lake because we we did a thing. We'll talk about that. But we're like, man, you could just pop a cottage out here and spend your life just fishing. Literally this area, Banjo Bay, which is a little bay around the corner from Betty Falls, <laughs> so much. and there was another bay too, and, and that's just three spots but we're like again big lake there's an island out there there's a bunch of other bays like you could but you could just fish betty falls and banjo bay forever and be content i think like mm-hmm. there's you spend a half an hour at betty falls and you've already got like five walleye and three bike you know and it's just like what the amount of bait fish schools you could see at, at the falls was it was crazy i've never yeah. seen yeah. schools of bait fish like that such yeah. a healthy ecosystem so except good. for i guess maybe in the ocean yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like very, school very healthy, yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. So we, needless to say, we over the course of the week we fished that spot a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did fish it the first time with Eric, and yeah, floated through there a few times and pulled out all kinds of pike and walleye and everything else. And it was awesome, man. It was awesome. It really was. It really it was really cool. But why did we come down here again? We came down here to experience, obviously, Estagami and Northern Ontario. But we came this time of year for a very special reason. Yeah, and that reason is the brook trout, like anywhere. The water body has seasons, and right now, um, if you're on Esnagami, you'll catch every walleye in the lake if you want to. There's a group here, uh, th- in three days, they caught 400 walleye. Yeah. 400. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like the people listening to this think we're joking. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not an exaggeration. 400. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not that you can't catch pike. We certainly did. But um, yeah, we caught you know, a lot of pike. We caught a lot of pike and a lot of really nice pike. If you want to come for the monsters, it's easier to find them, mm-hmm. um, just like anywhere, when the weeds grow. Yeah. So the weeds haven't grown yet. That happens in July and August, and they get concentrated in those areas. Um, 
So that would be the yeah. pike time. Not that that's, pike not time. that that yeah. isn't the pike. That's time. a big pike time. The big pike time. Not that this isn't pike time because now they're in the flats mm-hmm. and you get to sight cast to them. And how yeah. cool is that? Yeah, tons of walleye all the time. But there's something really special that happens at this time of year, and that's the whole reason why we came here, and that was for the brook trout, Yilma. Right. Um, <laughs> this is my f- first experience ever um, fishing a river like this that I could only that I, you only read up in, read in books or see on you know the YouTube video of like three pound three to five three to six pound brook trout, twelve inch brook trout to twenty two inch brook trout have been caught here, and to be honest. Um, the smallest brook trout that I caught, um, was about 14 inches and, yeah, and that, you know, and, and people spend their lifetime, you know, talking to Ada's and, and our guide was like, people, people spend their lifetime, um, trying to, you know, catch a 14 inch brook trout. And that was the smallest one that I caught. Yeah. Um, this today. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Went, it's insane. Man. It's insane. You did that trip today. I yeah. Did, I did it today. And I'm, I, yeah, I mean, I, listen, it, as soon as I got up in the morning, I was excited. I mean, the night before, everything's packed up. My fly boxes have the the woolly buggers and my stone flies, my golden stone flies, and you know, and my um, Chernobyl ants and everything that they told me to pack up. And mm-hmm. I use every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, kind of them. I didn't use every single one. I just didn't really change my fly that often. And I just, you know, had a great time and caught some big brook trout. And it, listen, it. I, I just don't know how to describe this with words because I mean I was in awe as Adis like it was just a wonderful. Are you gonna do an interpretive dance? Because I will interpret well, it. Here, let me paint the scene for you. His we, hands are through up. dance. We're, <laughs> we drive across the lake, so it's twenty minute. Yeah. One thing, this is a special trip within a trip. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, it's a trip within, within, a, trip. within a trip. Yeah. yeah. So you already you're at this lodge in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're staying in these cabs with your buddies, and then every day. Eric only lets two anglers max go mm-hmm. down the river a day to yes. keep it pristine yeah. and keep the pressure low. Oh, yes. Um, which is amazing. So this is a trip within a trip. Yeah, you come here, you come to Estangami Lodge, and then it's like at this time of year, it's like, okay, now you're going to do the river. You're going to do the river on this day, and you're going to do the river on this day. We Our first river experience, all the one I went down on Tuesday, so the day after we fished Betty Falls and Banjo Bay, we got up uh, bright and early because Eric was jazzed because he was going to yeah, take us out. We got to go out. with Eric. Yeah, Eric's like, let's go. We're doing this thing. We're going to go far. We're going to go. We're going to push down mm-hmm. as far as we can. We're not coming back here until 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, we're going to just go. And we left We left really early, and and we, we boogied down there. First of all, we hopped in to um, one of the boats with two motors on it. So he was running dual engines, and so we could just fly there because it's did a, it's a hike. Yeah, we did that. Oh, okay. yeah. It's a hike across the lake. Yes, you, you go know? across the entire lake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, thought, he threw those motors on, and we just banged all the way up there. Passed a lot of cool stuff on the lake, like the, the, the North Cliffs there and all kinds of stuff. Saw some bald eagles, and then we were in. And it was uh, what they do is they have a number of uh, portages. So it's like... Um, it's quick little portages where you park the boat, right? Um, and then you hop on a trail and you walk like a couple minutes and you're at another boat. And so they store these boats at different portages. So you just hop in and mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Tuesday when it was Olo and I. Can I say something? Yeah. I was so nervous. Why? Well, okay. So everybody, you know. Days not, before. There are not that many people at the camp. but So the cabins are close to each other. We get, we're interacting with people anyway. You see everybody at the lodge, you know, sipping on Wi-Fi. 
Oh, yeah, 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 true. Nice. And, uh, and you, you know, somebody, you have dinner at six. This is kind of how it goes. We would have dinner at six. We'd finish dinner and we'd go to the wa- the cabin to use the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and look at Instagram. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> text the girlfriends. And text the girlfriends. Check um, the emails. Not respond to any of them. Yeah, exactly. Just delete. Just to clean just them delete, up. Just delete. Yeah, yeah, clean them up. Just yeah. clean them up. Just so, so you don't get purge. that notification. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate the little, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the, the people that would come back from the river come back later and they eat dinner in the lo- in uh, in the little store. Oh, yeah, because Eric's got a store here. Yeah. So is, there's a little store. You can buy merch. You can buy food. You can buy beer. You can buy flies. flies you can buy tackle, mm-hmm. um, which I think is amazing. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere and there's, Great idea. there's, there's supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, where was I with this? Oh, yeah. People are sitting uh, so around. People, so we're sitting around, you know, farting around on our phones, and then the river people would come back, and mm-hmm. like, they would be like, oh, man, we just got back from the river trip. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and we'd all look at each other like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> me about it. And, it like, and then everyone was like, well, how was it? And like, it was mm-hmm. amazing. We caught 22 brook trout. And I yeah. was like, 22? <laughs> and then it was like, it was amazing. We got like 18. One of like, them was what? five pounds. Yeah, one of them was like, yeah, one of them, five one pounds, of them winked inches. at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and so the day before we, my point is the day, you know, everyone was saying yeah. we went, it was great. I caught a bunch of fish. Mm-hmm. And so I, the night before I was like, yeah, am yeah. I, am I going to be the guy who goes down the river and catches nothing? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that was not the case. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> That's funny. We, cause uh, that I was real, real, yeah. real quick. Um, I'll take your time, man. I had the same experience as you on my day, but we'll talk about that in a second. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, we, we wanted to go and have that experience, catch some brook trout. Like, we keep hearing, like, you caught a five-pound brook trout? Okay. I We're used to, like, six-inch brook trout, but here we go. Yeah. Anyway, we got in there, and we, we hit the first portage, the first series of, of uh, kind of rapids and where you get the first big pool. It's a meandering, tea-stained river. It's beautiful. Super clear water, like, ridiculously clear water, yeah. like, 15 feet visibility ridiculously kind of thing. Ridiculously clear. Um. And uh, at the bottom of this thing, you know, we get there and I'm just looking at it like this is the fishiest water I've ever seen. Like those, you know, where you see uh, Ontario, I think a lot of Ontario people will have this experience where it's like you see a river around, you know, where you're from and you're like, God, that looks like a brook trout kind of river. And it's just like there's, you know, maybe like chub in there and some smallmouth bass or something mm-hmm. like that. But like here, this looked like a brook trout river just like that. But there was five pound brook trout in it, which is like, all right, this is really cool. I mean, at that moment, you start getting shaky and like extremely jazzed because you're like, this is that moment, right? Anyway, um, Eric's like, all right, just start making castings of that like beautiful pool right there. That just looks buck wild. First cast. Yeah. I got a fish on. I got a nice brook trout. Boom. Just immediately. Immediately had a brook trout on. And... um Got it in the net, and I was just like, uh, instantly we have a fish. Instantly we have a fish, and we're here for the next Literally like, 12 hours. I was yeah. holding the camera. We were like, smiling at I each was, other. I was holding the camera, and I was like, my fa- my jaw was open. I was like wide-eyed, and then Mitch turns around because his back was to me. He turns around with the exact same look on his face, Yeah, and he was like, what the well, it was like, was like <laughs> it was like, like a 16-inch brick trout. Yeah. Immediately. Beautiful colors. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Bright red. Man, immediately. Yeah. And then... Aldo throws some casts. I throw some casts. 
we got some walleye out of that run too because there's wa- big walleye through the whole river. My my nicest walleye of the trip was out of that, was that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like nice, like we're talking like 22 inch walleye. Yeah. So we had Mi- walleye. We had Mitchie. Um, shout out to Eric too. Like and mm-hmm. these like and whatever other guide runs this river. Yeah. That is a long. Mm-hmm. Big day of work for those guys. Rocky River. Rock, Rocky River. You're you're running rapids with a motorboat, which we learned in Attawapiskat is not fun. Extraordinarily stressful. It's yeah. stressful. Yeah. And, you did a great job, by the way, Aldo. And uh, well, Mitch did too. Oh, you were in oh. Attawapiskat. Oh, you guys crushed yeah. it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, the guys did a great job running these rivers. Eric was obviously awesome at it. They're, they're also holding the boat. Yeah. They're they're. They're, you know, they're holding their boat. They're walking the boat through runs. I don't know if Ethan... Working. I know you guys are a lot taller than me and Mitch, so I know you guys could have probably waited where we can't. Yeah, we're like the little bobbers. <laughs> we're like, we're like, <laughs> we're like little us. strike indicators going down the river. <laughs> we're like, help us. <laughs> help us. But Eric, yeah, Eric was like phenomenally like, you if know... I, if I'm like a half as in shape as Eric mm-hmm. is at 63, I, I'm going to be... Happy like, person. That's the second happy. Eric... That's in good shape. That owns a wilderness lodge <laughs> in Ontario. There you go. In I don't know. There you go. I love my Eric's. I guess I'm changing my name. Thank you guys for uh, thanks to Eric for working so hard. Like I think you know great guides like like Eric and um, and Ethan, Ethan and, and uh, Liam and all Liam. the guides here. Yeah. They yeah. they just they are happy that you're having success and they want nothing more than that. You know, like that's such a guide thing to work your butt off to get your client a fish and oh, and, and just like and you get so much joy from seeing that smile and. Well, there were smiles yeah. <laughs> because not long after that first fish, <laughs> Eric's like, cast behind that rock. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, here's a Chernobyl ant. I'm like, okay. And it's like, a, you know, have you ever used a Chernobyl? No, ant? Yeah, me either. no. A, a, maybe a strike indicator. Like it's a, you know, it's like an inch of foam. And I'm like, yeah, right. And I cast in front of the rock and it's just like, <laughs> like, like, like a, a 20 inch brook trout just slams my fly. He jumps out of the water and just inhales my fly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. And I get it to the boat and that, and I was freaked out from the first fish. Cause I'm like, we just started the day and it's already beautiful brook trout. I'm like, this is the best brook trout I've ever caught in my life and maybe ever will catch. And it was in the mm-hmm. net and we we're looking at each other like, and Eric's like, oh, this is a nice fish. And I'm like, yeah, this is a nice fish. <laughs> Big sag. This is a nice gut. fish. Yeah, big orange. Kite. Ki- it had a kipe. It was green, vibrant greens, and it had those pink dots. And it was and just, just red, red just belly, red. orange fins, that white opaque line with that black trim, like ridiculously nice looking brook trout. And I'm just like, God, these fish are absolutely spectacular. And that's when Eric was like, Yeah, he was. He was saying like, you know, like uh, he's like, Oh, the Lord created all the fish, and then he took a rest day and said, You know what? I'm gonna make one more fish, and he made the brook trout, and he's the, which is the most beautiful fish of all. And there's definitely truth to that, yeah, because this fish was just like, Oh man, ridiculously was, nice looking. I mean, like, man, we saw it on that one on that first fish, but then I'm not gonna say we got used to it, but I really enjoyed mm. when you hooked a, when you hooked the brook trout and you saw that flash of red in the tea stained water. <sighs> I don't think I'm ever going to forget that. No. That left a lasting impression in my mind. Well, you yell, brook trout. Yeah. Because it could be a walleye, which Eric and them call golden plague <laughs> in that river because there's so many beautiful walleye. But you're there to catch brook trout and you get a hit and you're like, is it a brook trout? And you see the red, you're like, brook trout. And everybody's like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Get <laughs> into the boat. Get yeah. into the boat. Yeah. We're like, I love that. I love that. It's like people would die to catch 30 walleye in a day. Mm-hmm. And here, here we are boating like prop. Probably about thirty walleye that day. And can I say this time your walleye that hit like pike or something like can I not wet socks can like I, we're talking like slam and fight like 
crazy fish. Can I also say walleye in a like a foot of water? Yeah, in bright sun on a swing. Does that make any sense to anyone? Man, walleye hitting Chernobyl ants. Top wire. Uh, <laughs> what? Hitting. Like twenty inch walleye that'll come up. Like yeah. sun. It was sunny. Yeah. It was sunny and it was the middle of the day and yeah. there and the walleye had no problem. It being might active. it oh. might be this time of year as well. I know Liam was mentioning maybe like this is time. But a walleye hit a stick. <laughs> telling you guys like this is what happened. A little piece of driftwood yeah. that was passing by my, my knees. Mm-hmm. A walleye in front of me. Yeah. Hit that stick. <laughs> yeah, man, they just <laughs> eat whatever. They're crazy. But yeah, yeah the flash of red is a really good point because you see that in the current, you're just like oh. And then you're like, is it a big fish or is it a bigger big fish? fish. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, this is a bigger fish. They had a, the, it's ridiculous, man. Well, you said Jeff and his dad were like, oh, we come here. We've been coming here for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the Brookyard trip. He's yeah. like, the pike are a sweet bonus. Yeah. Like, the pike are a bonus. I believe that. That's the same. I felt the same way. I, totally. I. Yeah, I, I can't. I've I, 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 no words for this for this river trip. I have, to, I have a couple words. Mm. I was here fishing for pike while I'm like, yeah, this is great. But the only time that I felt like I'm making, I'm booking a trip next year right away was after I came out of that river. I'm like, yeah, I'm booking a trip. It's a great trip. Yeah. It's so fun. It's man. so unique that you can fly to a place and then still get to go on an extra adventure. Yeah, he's saying, like uh, Eric was saying, um, normally, sometimes you can book a charter flight in there, so you can you pay a little bit extra oh, yeah, and they they fly an out, you in. They have an outpost camp. There. There's an outpost camp, so you can actually stay there if you want and kind of do your own thing. You just bring your own food, but they've got a cabin. Um, but you can just yeah, instead of doing the whole um, trek down the river thing that we did, you just fly in and you can spend the day fishing. Um, but this year, just with COVID, it's just a little less economical, just because they have to fly the turbo otters, so it's it's more expensive. But um, yeah, flying in is an option. Staying there is an option in an outpost cabin and just kind of do, being by yourself. And like, t- I mean, we're remote here. Like, we're remote here. That's even more remote. You know, like, I keep like it's actually kind of a funny thing just talking about remoteness really quick because like oftentimes I'll be like, oh yeah, it's like a nice cabin thing we got going on. And then I hear the generator. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. This is all running on that generator. Yeah, it's, it's like, like super, an Atawapiskat. You know? Yeah, it's super cozy here. Yeah. Oh, very cozy and easy. The trails everywhere and beautiful. But anyways, anyway, so yeah, we. Mi- you know what? I, what I love about Eric is he just loves fishing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just like he can't loves wait to show loves fishing, people the fishing. Here. Very yeah. passionate, one of the most passionate anglers I've ever met. Like, oh, big time! Loves talking about fishing, and and we've been, we've been talking a lot about Superior and just some recent experiences that he's been having. And yeah, the guy he yeah he you know he just casts he'll cast and cast and cast all day and like try. He, no, no wavering in the uh, yeah, in no the wavering. effort, you know. Yeah. It's just yeah. like let's do this thing till we get that fish. That's just there like, is no last cast. Yeah. There, oh, like, so there is there is no more one, just one more. One more yeah. cast. One last cast. Yeah. You know, we had a couple, but they were definitely like you know one last dozen casts kind of thing. Very fishy guy. Awesome, passionate angler. So, we had such a banging day, man. So yeah, Mitch and I we hooked a uh, beautiful oh, sunny weather too. By yeah, the way, yeah, beautiful sunny weather. I have all. Uh, Mitch and I uh, hooked what 20, twenty plus fish over twenty over twenty landed, brook trout. We landed eighteen brook trout. Yeah, the smallest one was twelve inches. Yeah, yeah, and the biggest was twenty. And then my mind split in half. And then a lot were like sixteen. <laughs> and here's the thing: you're running that river so fast. There's so many corners. There's so, so many, many runs. Spots. There's so many spots. There's so many little if holding you, spots. If too. you if you had the time, if you had the time to work. "Quote unquote," work the river. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Oh, I can't even imagine how many fish you'd catch. Oh. Especially in like so many. In May, as soon as spring hits. Yeah, if you, you hit it at prime time. Oh Although, God. you know what was really cool? Um, when Mitch, I don't know what happened today with you guys, but when Mitch and I were on the river, great, great caddis hatch. Mm-hmm. And tons. First time in my life, I can say I've been in the middle of a dragonfly hatch. Yeah. That's hundreds yeah. of dragon, like hundreds of dragonflies. Yeah. And uh, that's basically why we did so well, I think, because we were using dragonfly nymphs or we were using, you know, like the golden actually stone. some uh, uh, woolly bugger type things that we got at uh, the living uh, Yellowstone angler mm-hmm. in Livingston. Yeah. Chloe. Chloe. Thanks, Chloe. Oh, nice. They're they, these, like, they, they look like they're like crystal bugger type things with um, uh, barbell, black barbell mm. uh, head. And those yeah. worked oh, really yeah. well. Oh, I caught. A lot of my fish on that fly. Yeah, we were catching our that fish. That was on from there. That was from Yellowstone. Yeah, that was from Chloe. Thank you. Thank you. Caught a ton God. of fish on that. It yeah. was like on killing it on the swing because it kind of looks yeah, like yeah. a dragonfly nymphy shape. It and, looked you exactly know. like yeah, it. dumbbell eyes, nice flash on it, but also black color, which the fish just like. Where we going bonkers for black as bonkers. always, you know. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that fly killed it. It was that awesome. That fly cl- killed it, and um, just thinking I've back to some of my takes. I'm like, oh my god, I'm I know go out there right now. I've I've been fished a hopper dropper. Since probably being in Montana, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, oh this is awesome!" Thank you yeah. so much for rigging up the hopper drop for me. <laughs> it was incredible. It's the only way I'm going to fish this run ever. My favorite thing was swinging. I love okay, swinging like yeah. steelhead swinging. Yep, yep. street that streamer pattern. Yep, uh, through Same. this really wide section of river and uh, like Bricky's coming up and like basic almost a oh yeah almost a dry line and just smoking it. Like, and seeing that flash of red, it's like so ridiculously cool. Yeah. My first fish, like what? The fish before my first fish, like the first fish I saw was on, yeah, it came up for the Chern- Chernobyl and it was just this big Me too, yeah. murderous red yeah. flash. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that fish was huge. And yeah. it came back up for it and it, and it, and it turned. I was like, no. Yeah. And then I drifted a different part. And then my first fish was on a golden stone. And I just remember landing it. And I looked at Mitch, same thing as when I was filming. I look back, Mitch has the camera, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the pla- This is one of those places where Brooke tried to eat mice, you know, which yeah. is just like so cool. Yeah. You always hear about yeah. that. Yeah. This is one of those this places. Is one of those you know? places. This is Sutton a, River, this place. This I mean, is a mouse yeah. eaten. Yeah, like yeah. I, Sutton River in this place. I mean, like this was a great brook trout river fishing experience. Like, yep. come come here and fish brook trout because like you won't be disappointed. This is an Arctic watershed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So these fish, you know, as Eric was explaining, take a long time to grow mm-hmm. because the growing season is very short. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you get a big fish, it's an old fish. And that's kind of an interesting feeling. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it like, really is. Like a 32-inch pike is probably 20 years old. Yeah. I was well, born when I was tw- 13. That's I know. Beautiful. I know. It's cool, man. Well, we went, Eric uh, took us into, um, he had this, tells us this really cool story. Tells it, He explains it in his podcast too uh, that we had on, when he had, we had him on the show. But it was um, him and his wife Sue were exploring the river one day a long time ago and they went into, uh, you know, Eric, Eric was told by somebody to like, oh, feel the water when you're in certain areas that look really fishy. And if it's cold, like that's a good sign. There's brook trout holding there. And he's like, ah, I don't know, like how that sounds kind of, you know, hokey or whatever. But sure enough, he was going down the river and he saw something that looked interesting. Like, honestly, like a, he showed, he took us there. A real nondescript sort of uh, I love outcrop. Yeah. Outcrop in the river where it's, um, it just kind of goes into a, it's like a little creek that goes into a swamp and it's very short, like 100 feet, kind of 200 feet length kind of thing. And um, 
Yeah, he's like, well, sure enough, I was down here with, you know, my wife Sue and put my hand in the water and it felt colder. He's like, okay, I'll check this out. And he drove in there and he looked down in the hole and the end of it in this big hole where, you know, the river goes from three feet to, you know, seven feet deep. And he looks down and he sees a whole bunch of sucker, like tons of sucker, like a hundred sucker. And he's like, oh man, that's a, that's a lot of a fish in one spot. And then a couple of them kind of twitch or flitch to the side and he sees a flash of red and he's like, holy crap, these aren't sucker, man. These are brook trout. These are like four pound brook trout hanging out, holding in this little uh, spring, spring creek spring type creek. of watery yeah. spot. Uh, at that time of year, that's what they do. They moved in there and they were just holding there. And he's like, he was like, uh, what? And that's when he, I think they started to realize like, oh, we're sitting on like a brook trout mine here, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says that's his favorite story from the river. And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine seeing like that many brook trout stocked up in one spot. But he took us in there and it was cool to see. It was cool to see. Yeah, he yeah. said, you know, I think you asked him, he was like, did you know what you had when you, mm-hmm. and he said, I knew that there was great brook trout fishing. He just didn't know because when people say that it's like oh this brook trout fishing is really good it's like yeah i'm sure it is you know like that we like, where we're from right Ottawa region it's like yeah there's probably brook trout in there and yeah, maybe you could pull out like a six inch brook trout or something but that's really good <laughs> when yeah when there's really good brook trout fishing here it's like no nah, it's like five pound fish you know it's crazy yeah but also a testament to uh his management mm-hmm. philosophy yeah. Yeah, because when he got in here, it was, the brook trout, people were keeping all the fish they were catching, so it wasn't as good, right? And then he started the catch-and-release program, and it was, it's very much a catch-and-release fishery when it comes to the brook trout, which is awesome, because I I, I, I assume they've seen growth because of all the stuff. And Eric said that wasn't even the best day. He's like, yeah, we did okay. I'm like, man, we got 20 brook trout. That was huge. <laughs> yeah. It was like the best day, man. Yeah, that was hilarious. He was like, So it's cool. He was like, yeah, we did okay. I'm it's like, cool you can do better. What the? I know, man. It's cool you can do better. Quick pause here. I just want to say that this Forty Creek uh, small batch double barrel is like really good. Yeah, Shout I haven't had this. Creek. This is the for- first no, time it, I've it's, had this. It's one. new. There's a uh, there's a new Forty Creek in town, and also it's a. I like the bottle. It's clear. It's not black. Yeah, it's got a gray <laughs> cap. It's really tasty. It's Actually, really, really really nice. I like it a lot. Forty Creek small batch double barrel reserve. Yeah, we're sipping this right after Mister Muzdog's opening day ale. What does it say? Finished Delicious. finished in American bur- bourbon barrels. It's good. Oh, that's why it has that smoky taste. It's tasty, man. It's really good. Yeah, it's tasty, tasty AF. I like it a lot. Oh, I guess that's what it means. Double barrel. Double barreled. Mm. Ah. Yeah. There you go, guys. <laughs> yeah, grab a bottle. Grab a bottle. It's tasty. Um, the, the rest of the day was amazing because we explored. Eric was like, let's go far. So we went far. We went all like, pretty quick. We went past all kinds of runs, and he's like telling us stories of this run and that run, and it was fabulous. Great day. And then we we banged back here for 8 o'clock and got some dinner and, and chilled. I guess it was just such a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Beautiful. Yeah. Betty Lake was the next day. It was a great day. Liam, Eric's son, took us into Betty Lake the next day. Was that the Wednesday? Oh, my God, that was the Wednesday. Was. Oh, my God, it was. So, yeah, oh, yeah, my so, God. So Betty falls yesterday. No, oh, no, 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 no. Because no. no. Monday was Betty, Monday. Was Betty Lake. Monday was Betty Lake. Monday, Monday and then we did the Tuesday. Sunday was the bays with Eric. Monday, Monday was, was Betty. Betty Lake. Tuesday was Sun- the yeah. River. Sunday Sunday was exploring the entire lake with Eric. Yeah. Monday mm-hmm. we went yep. out with Liam, who's Eric's. So son. let's do a little backtrack here. But we went out with <laughs> Eric's son, <laughs> Liam, who is a great guide there. Uh, awesome guy, super good guide, very knowledgeable of the lake, mm-hmm. good fly fisher, and he took us to Betty Lake, which is above Betty Falls. And uh, all the when I went in, or sorry, no, Adis and I went in the morning. Yep. 
Yeah. Adis and I went in the morning and we caught, uh, you know, some, we caught, I don't know, six pike. We weren't there very long. Little guys. And then we're like, okay, you know, the bugs were ridiculously bad walking into the trail. Yeah. Uh, we got some cool footage of the bugs because that, that was over the most mosquitoes I've ever seen in my life. Like that was pretty hardcore mosquito yeah. time. And we've been in some hardcore mosquito yes. situations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this was man. pretty hardcore. This was pretty hardcore. This was hardcore. If I had my bug jacket, that's it. I mean, I would die. Thick, thick bush. And yeah. you're just skimming trees and the, you're brushing mosquitoes off yeah. those leaves. I mean, speaking of hardcore, we're going in with our bug jackets being, oh, the bugs are bad. <laughs> Liam's. Liam's like, yeah, okay, whatever. He's just like in a t-shirt. Yeah. And has a hood on. He's like, well, yeah. yeah, they're pretty He's like, bad. whatever. Although they were nuking. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Like, if you're not used to the bugs like that, like, and we're not. like, they were, Liam had like a hundred. Yeah. No, I know. Like, like <laughs> I looked at Adis's head and I'm like, there's a hundred mosquitoes but, on my head. And I but, brushed it and it was like snowflakes. But I'm glad, I'm glad we had the bug jackets because. Oh yeah. You know, no, 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 <laughs> not, not just because of, not just because of that, but we were, we were able to experience like what we were looking at. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Through the trail. It was the prettiest trail. Yeah. You'd be able to not be bugged by the bugs. We weren't be able. <laughs> yeah. It was the most beautiful trail Very I've, nice. I've ever been on. Very nice. Yeah. Because you, you got all the cedar cedar pines just falling down, so it's carpeted. Yeah. You know, you've got all this moss growing on there. you got all these different colors. And then yeah, pretty you got these hits of, like, shining sunlight through, like, the trail. Yeah, we got there at a good time. The occasional bald eagle. It, um, it feels old. Like yeah, uh, a type of a type of age that it feels uh, old is a good way to put it. It feels like a it's a type of like age that you can't untouched uh, forest. Man. As a as a human, you can't fathom th- mm-hmm. the, you know hundreds of years of growth. Mm-hmm. You know we can't we mm-hmm. can't conceptualize that really. And but you feel it when you walk through those woods when you see the moss. You know when what? You see that it's a good way to put it up because another thing I was thinking about, which I always think about Northern Ontario. Is the indigenous people that came before? And I mean, Aida's not ever talking about this, but it's like hundreds, hundreds of years of people, right? Like living in these woods, which like, is insane to in, think about. Yeah, having to live in those woods, entire generations of people living and just like, and it was cool because I was like, man, like, yeah, like we're we're walking through these woods, and to your point, like, yeah, it looks like old. Like you have trees that are fallen fallen over years ago, and now there's just like perfect blanket of moss over them and stuff like that, which is super cool and it's completely silent. Um, and just walking through there is like, it's cool to think about all the people that like, you know, have come before and lived there. And I know it's crazy. Entire generations. Again, Adewapiskat felt the same when, when Norm took us past the burial grounds. I was like, oh yeah, right. Like this was a whole, people's communities were here, you know? You feel, I don't know, you feel time. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Forest time. Forest time. It's true. No, I know, I know exactly what you mean. You feel the. I think it's the reason people like hiking and stuff like that. You you feel the slow passage of time, Mm -hmm. and you don't think about it when you catch fish normally. But when you pull up a fish in here, because like that fish is probably twenty years old, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. and you start thinking Mm -hmm. about like, and then when Liam today was explaining, he's like, yeah, they probably grow about two inches a year, and I caught a thirty-six inch pike pike today. So think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, hmm. Yeah, I know. No, it was cool though. And Betty Betty Lake was an interesting lake. Um Oh we, yeah, it was. So we, many eagles. <laughs> it was so many eagles, man. Yeah. We didn't like Adis and I did yeah, we did fine. We caught some fish and stuff, but we were looking for the thick boas. Uh, but then we uh we ended up paddling uh, or sorry, boating out, portaging back up, and then Yelma and Aldo came in and, and Adis and I went to Betty Falls. And um before you guys talk about Betty Lake, we we had a great time. Hey, Adis, we were boating around uh, I smoked a cigar. We caught a ton of fish. Adis caught his first walleye on a fly rod, and then his first pike on the fly rod. 
Yeah, he's crazy over there. He's like, I can't believe it. Look at him looking around. And then we <laughs> we caught more walleye and more pike. We just chilled. We ate some lunch, floated around. It was great, man. And then you guys were in Betty. What were you guys doing in Betty? Uh, well, we got there and and uh, and like you almost said, we had a great walk in. And yeah, we walked we walked into the baby side Betty. What's that called again? Is that is that the little bay when you go around? No, I have no idea. Yeah, so there's I a little. No I still don't really know where we are. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's so many bays and stuff. So there's a little bay that's just off. Um, just north of Betty Betty Falls. That it's like a little flat and it's all black, tea stained water. And we caught two pike there. Well, you know, as soon as we got there, we just caught two 20, 25 inch pike. In Betty Lake? No. In. Oh, so you fished before you got to Betty Lake? Yeah. We oh. fished when you and you guys were in Betty Lake. We were fishing at Betty Falls. Oh, Waiting oh, for you okay. guys, remember? Okay. Are you talking about Banjo Bay? Yeah. So, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, wait. We're not supposed to talk about this? No, I, I'm just trying to figure out what bay you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are we still. Are no, we no, because like. Is this still pre lunch? This is pre. Yeah, this is pre lunch. Okay, yeah. This is oh, before, okay. This is before gotcha, we yeah. got into bay. Okay. You know, we were doing half and half, yeah. right? So, oh. Aldo and Yilma were having our time <laughs> while yeah. you were having you and Adis's time. And we were, you know, enjoying some walleye and some pike at Betty Falls yep. and Banjo Bay. Yep. And then when we got into bed, saw thick boy in Banjo we, Bay. Oh, we did. The, saw th- and you guys saw the same thick boy when you guys came back out. Didn't want anything. Didn't to do want with anything us. to do with us. Yeah. Didn't care. Didn't care. So, uh, but our experience in, in in Betty Lake, well, it was bright sun when we first got in. Aldo got a got a couple hits off, you know, this little at the top of Betty Falls. In yeah, Betty that Lake. was pretty cool. Like, that was pretty cool. Getting to fish the top of. The falls, that the we falls were, that we were fishing yeah. just hours before. Mm-hmm. Actually, a really good fish, and then Absolutely. I lost it. Yeah, and then it started pouring rain, and then we were, you know, we kept fishing. But I think that rain helped because yeah, after that, I mean, don't put that lightly. That rain was insane. It was insane. <laughs> like the rain, like hit yeah. hard, big rain. Yeah. yeah, we were soaked. It did. It was kind of nice though. I love it fishing in the nice. rain. Yeah, and then you're right. After that, yeah, it was on. Well. It was on, but then someone decided to put on uh, the game changer, yeah. which is like this little articulated fly that looks like a little crankbait, but it's a fly. And all it was just hitting fish, pike after pike after pike. <laughs> it actually done changed the game. Yeah. Um, it changed the game. It, was it game changed game. the game. Yeah. It was a game changer. You caught bigger pike. We caught... Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I think... Inches? Yeah, I think, like, yeah. we... I don't know if I was expecting to catch massive pike in that lake, yeah. that back lake, but we started catching a lot of fish. We we we, were, we hit these all these beautiful feeder creeks that looked a lot like the Esnagami uh, yeah. River, tea stained, very clear. You know, we were basically calling our shots, and yeah, it like, was, oh, right there. I I was like expecting you guys to come back and be like, we caught a forty inch pike. Well, that was because it is fishy water. Oh, so there great. are some spots, and Liam was like, "Yeah, man, we've pulled out tons of forty plus inch pike in here," and I'm just like. This is the place, man. It's gonna happen, but it didn't happen in the morning. And I was like, "You guys are gonna be like, Yelma got eaten by a pike." <laughs> like, sick. Yeah. Did you get it on film? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think it didn't. Uh... Yeah, I just think you gotta. Uh, yeah, just like without having the weed patches, it's hard to. It is hard. To they find can swim sure. anywhere, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Walleye in there too. Got a nice walleye in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do we? Get a no, no walleye. Right just off that walleye. point. Oh, you guys didn't fish the point though, because you guys fish different spots than us in the morning. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's basically the way we were fishing is we had like a, you know, at least anyway, I did. Like I had a sinking setup and a floating setup. Mm-hmm. Put the float, put the game change on the floating line. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Done. Change the game, baby. Done. Change the game. That's dope. 
That's cool. So that was uh, yeah, the that whole, was Monday. The whole trip we fished with a floating line and a sinking line just to be able to cover bases. You need the floating line. like We also had like yeah. 40 rods. Yeah, we had like a million rods. <laughs> Thanks to Rob at Drift Outfitters hooking those demos up. He gave us some demos. And yeah, we They're were fishing a funny cast. Oh, a lot. Yeah, I love those yeah. Echoes, man. The Echo Primes are amazing. Amazing. I'm doing Echo from now on. Yeah. Echo for my first deal, my uh, my double handed. Doing an Echo Whoa. setup. Nice, man. I like. I love my Echo Ion. Oh, it's I great. I love it. Yeah. I have a 10 weight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we fished Betty Lake, then Burke Trout, then Wednesday we um, did some. Um, we had our chill day. Chill day where we, we went out, the four of us went out. Yeah. Back to Betty Falls. <laughs> we fished Betty Falls. Uh, it was also someone's birthday. Oh, oh yeah, my that's right. It was God. my birthday. And these guys got me. <laughs> Cocktail set, a premium cocktail set, potion yeah. house, and it's amazing. It's a shaker, a strainer, a glass jar thing. What are those called? Uh, mixing pitcher. Mixing pitcher and a big old spoon for me to eat. mix my drinks and eat my Cheerios. Thanks, guys. It would be a very accurate Cheerio, Cheerio spoon. <laughs> it yeah. would be, yeah. yeah. Would be. Very also, deep bowl. And, like 20 and inches long. they made you a cake. They and baked they me a deliver- cake they- and they came at dinner. And they sang me happy birthday. Yeah, the staff said. And I said, happy birthday, Mitch. And it was a delicious carrot cake. And the staff sang me happy birthday. How yeah. nice is that? Thanks, guys. That was super sweet. Happy birthday, Mitch. And it was delicious cake. We have happy some birthday, more. Happy birthday, Mitch. We have some more. <laughs> <laughs> we have some more in the fridge, and we're going to eat I'm it. I'm going to eat it probably now. Morning. Probably after this, we're going to have some more. Oh, uh, yeah. I got thanks, guys. Very sweet. It was super sweet. Anyway, I had fun on Mitch's birthday. We had fun. We we had a little we had a little picnic on the island. It was great. It was great. Uh, you know. We yeah, we ate lunch on the island. You caught a twenty. We got a twenty-nine inch pike, Mitch. And you know what Did that, I? that means? Was your twenty-nine? I don't think it was twenty-nine. It was twenty-nine. No, it was like twenty-six. Oh, oh we'll just on. say it was. All right, that's whatever. Cool, rock and roll, baby. That's yeah, okay. Thanks, man. And then Thursday is when you guys went, which is today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> today is Thursday. Ricky Gervais' birthday. Happy birthday, Ricky Gervais. Happy Happy really? birthday, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, man, we love you. So tell us about your day, because I don't know. I wasn't there. Right, so Adis and I, uh, we prepared um, the night before, got my flies together and uh, my rods set up. So although I would like to thank you so much for setting up that um, Chernobyl fly and underneath it was... Uh, golden stone. Golden stone. All I really did was just, all I did, I, I kept that, I kept whatever Eric put on. I just snipped it and put it on your leaf. <laughs> well, Yuma had a great day fishing. Yuma had a good day fishing. He caught a bunch of bird trout. Were, th- were there nice. a lot of, uh, I mean, we had so many dragonflies around, so were there a lot of dragonflies? So no maybe? dragonflies, mm. no uh, hatch, nothing. No caddis, no nothing. Caddis, nothing. Oh, so definitely a different day than we it's experienced. It's a different day. Yeah. It was hot. The water was definitely about like day. five inches lower than probably when you guys were there. We huh. did. Well, what was cool, I mean, remember when we were on Betty Lake getting that rainstorm, when I was getting pelted with rain, I was just thinking like, this is going to be good for trout fishing mm-hmm. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. And Liam's like, this rain's yeah. great. I'm like, okay, sweet. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't have the same experience, but we were, you know, I fished the same spot Mish fish, fished uh, on his, you know, just behind the rock. Mm-hmm. And that's when I picked up my first, um, my first uh, flash of red. And I was like, what the fuck? And Adis is like, <gasps> and then he ran over and then I lost it. <laughs> but then after we kept fishing down the river and then we picked up a couple and then we came back to that exact spot afterwards and uh, we Got four more um, huge brookies. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's you saw that sweet. trapper cabin. We saw the trapper cabin. Um, yeah, Baptiste. We saw, we saw brookies jump from my Chernobyl in the air, like just acrobats, and That's it was so just, cool. it was wonderful. I've never experienced anything like that in my life, and this, this was definitely a trip of a lifetime. 
nice. A trip man. within a trip of a lifetime. It's pretty cool to get to do that trip within a trip. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool for sure. Yeah. And Baptiste, by the way, is um, uh, someone that spent a ton of time up here, and that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. We'll, we'll get to that one day. If you come up here, ask Eric about Baptiste, and he'll have some cool stories for you. There's yeah, a little, I feel like it's, that's a whole other... There's a nugget for you. Yeah. Come up here and talk to Eric about him. And Mitch uh, and I had a you know pretty uh, average day of... Uh, oh, we had a... Well, we had Didn't a short... We had a pike. We got like 35, 40 pike. Pike. In like today. an afternoon. In like an afternoon. And we had a great short lunch because every once a week the the lodge staff um, hosts a short, short lunch for the entire camp. So everybody goes down there from, from you know, all the campers go down there, uh, everybody here and all the guests and also the staff, and they put on this crazy short lunch. They have these giant cast iron pans, like literally Those giant. Those are so cool. Yeah, they're like a table with a, you know, four-foot stem handle off of them. And they're just frying up fried rice, ton of walleye. Onion rings. Fresh walleye, onion rings, beans, garlic bread, you know, there's drinks down there, everything. And we just... You know, stand around, have a delicious shore lunch, and chat, and enjoy some grub, and it was great. It was super fun. I think it's pretty cool, just that you know, because we don't get to interact in the main lodge. That uh, that was like a one one time where everybody got, and you could tell. Early, anyway, I could tell that everybody was like really appreciating just sitting around talking to each other. Yeah, especially now, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially at the end of the trip, you know, everyone's pretty relaxed. Yeah. Everyone's caught fish. Yeah. Everyone's maybe a little like kind of dopey tired. Yeah. From just sun. Just sun and sleeping just and wind and water. Ten hour days of sun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just chatting. Just chatting. Yeah. It was and good. It was nice. It was nice. And then we spent the afternoon catching pike with Liam again. Yep. To finish it off. And that was great. And I got my best pike of the trip. Yes, you did. did. It was a nice thick boy. Yeah, I heard. Yep. It was a nice fish. Nice thick yeah. boy. I got Mitchie's Fishies 5 specific to this trip. Esnagami fishy five. Yeah, but who are you asking, Missy's fishy five? Well, I've got written down, so I've got some for everybody. Are you ready? Yeah. The first one. A fishies is for Aldo. Mitchie's. Okay. Aldo. The Esnagami five. Mitchie's fishies Esnagami fives. Just for this trip. It's crazy. What was your favorite fish on the trip in Wildo? Which fish? Do you remember a fish? Yeah. Out of the three hundred we got. A hundred percent. So, um. When you're running the river, you like we mentioned, you go through several portages. You change boats um, twice, so you end up in three three boats by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And when the final boat is a freighter canoe, which I'm quite fond of freighter canoes after uh, Attawamiskan, anyway. Totally. But you, you know, you, you like if anybody's ever fished in a drift boat with somebody and there's a front and a back and whatever, whatever, uh, you get into a rhythm with your other angler in terms of like when you're casting, you announce your cast yeah. or whatever. So I've got my, we were getting pretty successful swinging streamers for the brook trout, me and Mitchie. Mm-hmm. And Mitch is casting. casting. And so I'm, I've got my fly in the current. In the current, I'm just waiting. I'm like, it's probably like just off the bow of the boat. Like I've got ten feet of line out, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, and Mitch is like, oh, casting. I was like, okay, no problem. And I remember, and I look, I remember looking over, and then this massive brook trout just comes up and engulfs my fly. It jumped this fully out of the water. It jumped fully <laughs> out of the too. water. It was just hanging like my, you know, I've got a, I've got an eight foot sink tip, um. And I've got a hanging in the current. Yeah. It's a it's a bunny leech type t- type streamer thing, black. Out of the water. Brook trout skies itself. <laughs> like it jumped out. It was it crazy. It jumped out. It literally its entire body was out of the water. It just, just, like a salmon jumping upstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
and <laughs> uh, smoked the fly and he got it in. And I got it in and I was just like, holy fuck. This place is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was and sick. And I remember, you know, just like this, like there were so many great takes on that trip. Like yeah. we, we had so many great swings and eats and Chernobyl eats and, 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 and like so many great, there wasn't a, I think there might have been out of the hundred pike that I caught this week, there might have been like five where I didn't actually see the take, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Getting to see every single take of the fly. Mm-hmm. But that one was That was cool. Man. That was nice. And it happened to be like a eighteen inch fish. Yeah, it was a nice fish, man. <laughs> Yoma. I'm here. If you could fish anywhere, any spot right now, where would you go? Any spot that we fished this week? This week. Yeah. Um, it's between. We got to have one. Brook Trout. 100%. So the whole, the river. The whole river. <laughs> That's a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that spot. Yeah. I'm with you. If I had to choose a spot in the river, it would be the first little waterfall. The first series. After the first por- portage. Yeah. Or as they say. Portage. I like that spot a lot too, man. I'm with you. Yeah. That's uh, 100% that spot. That spot. Yeah. Mm. I'm with oh, you. Yeah. Mm. I'd say Betty Falls too, man. That place is sick. Yeah, no, that was my second, but didn't you like it? Oh, right, right, right. right, 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 right. Okay, this next one's for me. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you for you. Let me ask. Let me ask you. It's okay. No, no, let me ask you. <laughs> okay, It'll be more interesting. Let me okay, ask you. it's what is your best fish, fishing memory from okay. the trip? Okay, Mitch, this yeah. is for you. Okay. Question three. Yeah. What is your best memory oh, from man. this trip? Jeez, I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> um, <sighs> tough one, dude. Honestly. No, there's a couple ones. I think, like, honestly, probably probably the first day when we were eating a shore lunch with Eric, right when we landed, and it was like we had caught a bunch of fish, and it's like, oh, we're eating lunch, and we're all together and having fun. Mm-hmm. Pretty good memory. Mm-hmm. But I'd be insane if I didn't say my favorite memory was that 20-inch brook trout smashing my Chernobyl lamp behind the rock. <gasps> and then looking at all of them, and we're both just like, what? <laughs> I think that's probably my best memory. Yeah, my mind bound to him. I mean, that's ridiculous, yeah. you know? But there's there's been a lot of good little moments in this trip, for sure. Um all of them just sitting around hanging out with peeps and, you know, and chilling and catching fish. So, but yeah, that brook trout is, uh, that's a, that's one I'm not going to forget for a while. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty buck wild. Everybody, I want to ask everybody this question. Let's start with Yelma. Okay. Well, what do we love or what do you love about fly fishing Northern Ontario? What do you love about fly fishing Northern Ontario? What is it? You want to think about it? I'll ask Aldo first. Well, it's just it's just more than I just don't think it's just one thing. Okay, I think, well, I think it's a, it doesn't it's have a to be one thing. It's just what do you love about it? I love the smell of the air, <laughs> the cedar, the cedar pines, yeah. the 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 carpeted cedar pines, the water, yeah. the lakes, the 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 wildlife, the fish, um, the people I enjoy with, the culture, the friendliness, the hospitality, the um, the, the sunlight in the morning, the sunlight when it when it when it recedes, <laughs> yeah. the the the, sto- the stars at night, the the okay okay like okay it's okay, like everything about it, man. Yeah. Like it's very comparable to saltwater. I mean, I was born in the salt, and I get it, and I love it, and I love the hot water. But I've never been so excited for a trip um, this year um, more than I was when I when we were heading up. Well, we fished to, fun to, to Tobago, yeah. you know. I know, and like I get excited, like. Oh, we went to Tobago. Awesome. We went to Tulum. Oh, that's amazing. We're going to Attawabaskan. Hell yeah. And then we go to Esnagami and it's like, hell yeah. You know, and like, this is the thing. Like, 
not a lot of people, I think it's rare to go northern Ontario, even though it's so close, um, than it is to go to, go to Tobago or to, to Tulum or to Belize because everybody knows about those spots. But like, this is such a rare thing to do. And then brook trout at this size and at this, you know, mm-hmm. super rare. And I, I just, it, there's something about it. And it's, it's hard to like categorize and say, this is the reason why I like it. It's like, it's just big. You know? Although, Although, what do you love about fly fishing in Northern Ontario? Here's what I love. And I already touched on it a little bit with the oldness of everything. Uh-huh. Um, it's a spiritual experience, I think. I think what I love most about fishing up here is it's... Um, I don't know the word I think about. I've been thinking about this word a lot. Um, it's just like indigenous. The people are from here, the Fish are from here. The trees are from here. The birds are from here. Everything's from here. It's it's a, you're connected to a natural history that's millions of years old. And when you fly into a place like this, when you experience a place like this with no one around, especially when you're carving down a river like that, and you you pass a trapper's cabin that's hundreds of years old. There's a history here that you can't write in books that you can only experience on the moss of the trees or the um, reflection of a sunset or a sunrise or, or the passing of, you know, time throughout a day or, or throughout a week. And, and I think that's what I love about fishing in Northern Ontario because it's, it's a deeply spiritual experience for me. I'm, I just love it out here. I mm-hmm. I feel alone. I feel connected to something that I can't explain and mm-hmm. or maybe hopefully one day can explain. Mm-hmm. And uh and that's what I love about fishing in northern Ontario. And then when you when you pull up when you see that red flash of the fish of the of the perch trout this mm-hmm. time anyway or when you see a pike charge your fly in the flats, it's like yeah. that is a wild moment. Yeah. It's cool. It's a wild moment. And 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 when you see eagles fishing, we didn't even talk about we saw wolves. Yeah, saw wolves. Oh, yeah, these are wild moments. These are wild. Back. These are wild mm-hmm. these these animals and these trees and the sun and the whatever the water yeah. has been doing this for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years without us here. But we get to we're here at this little glimpse of mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why it's interesting. It just feels interesting, and that's what. I Yeah, fair enough, man. I mean, I agree. I'm with question. you. I like. I, I love fishing northern Ontario because it's like it feels like home, but also it's cool to see uh, part of the province that so many people just don't even think about. You know, it's like, man, mm-hmm. like you know, like being in southern Ontario or even eastern Ontario. It's like, yeah, northern Ontario is like, oh, Algonquin Park, and it's like, man, like <laughs> you, there is a lot to see up there, like. This is like we're in the Arctic watershed and we're in Ontario. It's mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Like there's so much, and this is just this is just one area of it. And there's so many places to go. So I just love being able to get out here and be like, wow, we really are secluded and wild right now. Like mm-hmm. we're really wild right now, and it's so cool because we're still in Ontario. Like we're still in the same province, our home province. We drove here. Yeah, it's crazy. You I know? mean, and a little flight, and a little flight. But how she do in an overnighter? But you know what? Like it's still. <laughs> You know, Eric says, like, oh, how how many places can you drive 12 hours and being, like, such a wild place? It's a good point, man. But I also just love, it's just, Northern Ontario, just, everybody's, you know, it just, it's like, Ontario is its own little culture, 
And Eric talked about this too, and it really is its own little thing. Like, there's nowhere else in the world that's like this place, you know? We, um, mm-hmm. there's a moment actually, Michi, that reminded me of something you said mm-hmm. when we were fishing. Um, you know, remember that pool in the run that we did the best at? Yep. Yeah. And you were like, this is such an Ontario pool. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and you're right. Like, we were swinging up walleye and brook trout. And yeah. From, waters that were black yeah walleye and brook trout in a pool together like big fish that yeah. clean clear that, beautiful water but that's still ontario. black dark and mysterious yeah. and that's that's un- that's like, ontario that's, that's man ontario. brookies and walleye hanging out Pff, get out of here that's an ontario pool right there 100 percent, man that's I, so true yeah, i remember when you said that i was like yeah true that's <laughs> pretty <laughs> iconic all right the last of the mitchie's fishies uh, stangami five is uh if we were a fly we using the triple would be um, because it's the fly question. My favorite fly on this trip was a fly Eric gave me uh, early on in the trip, like day one, I think. And it's a, a chartreuse bunny leech fly with red material and some red flash and like a little eye on it and some yellow, like chartreuse and orange hackle as a head. And it was a dynamite fly. I caught so many fish on that fly throughout the whole week. And I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to call it the Eric Lund Spech. And it was a good fly. Lund's leech. Lund's leech. Deliciously, na- nicely named fly. That's mine, Yellow. What's yours? What would uh, you be? If you were a fly on this trip, what would you be? Chernobyl Ann. Nice, man. Yeah, fair enough. That's probably my second answer. Yeah, yeah. Do I need to explain it's why? Pretty, no, it's pretty, I feel like, it's pretty swaggy, just yeah. like you are. Yeah. It's flashy, <laughs> just like you nice are. Fish. It's floating around. And it's always around. on top. It's always on top. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. You can, <laughs> see it, you can see it from a mile away with those flashy clothes. Although, what fly would you be if you were flying fly on this trip? I got to give it up to my main man, Blinky. Blinky. So what kind of fly is that? So Blinky's a, a big musky fly. It's a big musky fly. It has a chartreuse uh, musky fly. It's got a big EP fibers on the fire front. tigery. Fire tiger type fly. Perch big stripes. Big perch stripe streamer fly. I put it on two years ago in Attawapiskat, and every time I fish for pike, bang and pike. It's a great fly. It doesn't look a thing like it Anything. used to. Like at all, it doesn't yeah. have eye. It used to have eyes. It doesn't have eyes. It used uh, to have a big tail. It doesn't have that anymore. It's like got half the nest. Got it's just a dis, it's just a disaster. Yeah, and it's and still, it still just crushes fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I love I love blink, and I haven't lost it somehow. That's crazy, man. Two years. Special. I wonder if that hundred pound fluorocarbon has anything to do with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe I, I keep sharpening that. Ho- I feel like I'm going to sharpen that hook into a nub. <laughs> yeah, man. Put it on your wall, frame it. Because that fly, yeah, it's it's basically just like someone took a pack of material, three packs of material, just tied it on a hook. Yeah. Put a couple eyes on it. <laughs> Yoma has a a new one, and just to put the two two beside each other yeah. it was yeah. like crazy. I was like, what? Oh, did you do that? Today? I did. I took a picture oh, of it. Yeah, we'll like, it's like hilarious. it's hilarious a great how different photo. it is. That's yeah, before and after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's smart. Good. Oh, Thanks, man. Yeah. Lily Yoma. Um. God, what a great trip, guys. Honestly, this was so sick. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having, having me. us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll delete that. No, what? A, what? That's funny. <laughs> what an awesome trip, though. It was so fun fishing out here with you guys. And Adis, thank you for coming along and taking yeah. pictures, man. Your photos are amazing. And uh, shout out to Snagami Lodge and Eric Lund for having us up. When we met you back in the winter, uh, we were so excited to hear about your lodge and, and man, we couldn't be more thrilled that you, you had us up here to spend some time with you and, you know, take it all in, like really extremely thankful and, um, can't wait to hit the water again with you. And yet if, you know, like I mentioned, uh, 
or like we mentioned, sorry, um, a lot of their clientele is American. A lot of that's not happening this year. So if people are looking to do some traveling, some last minute plans. Mm-hmm. Guys, you got you gotta come to here. come here. You've got yeah. If you're in Canada right now, especially, you can't travel anywhere else. Just come to the lodge. Like, oh my god, they have couples here. They have like they they outfit everybody comes here, and it's, it's so fun. Like there's something for everybody. It's so cozy. You don't you don't have to think about anything. Every meal is brought to you. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you don't have to think. No, you, you have have just think. have to enjoy and catch yeah. a ton of fish, a ton of fish. Yeah, and, and pike season's coming up. Like yeah, do you still have July and August? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for giant. 40 plus inch so, five. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this, but mm. when the cabbage weeds roll in, when yeah. they grow in and they grow in fast, the pike don't move. They stay there the whole time. Yeah, they time. cut the big ones, come into the, they all come into they the weeds and just and sit. They sit there. Yeah. And just so go come on down. So we want to catch giant pike. Like, come on down. Come on, come down. on down. Giant pike <laughs> having an insanely awesome experience, a fly in experience on a back, like amazing, beautiful lake with great boats, fo- great food, great staff, great awesome cabins. Couldn't recommend it enough. Honestly, it has been uh, one of the best fishing experiences of our lives. So yeah, definitely the check them out. Esnagami. We'll post their we'll post their info in the show notes too, so you can just give it a little peruse. Um, and for our, all of our American fa- uh, friends, you know, like as soon as the border opens up, check them out. Honestly, if you want like a northern Canada back. trip, <laughs> come on up here and man, send us an email. We'll go with you. We'll come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll all come, go. Yeah, let's yeah, go, I'm Chloe. Dead. Come on down. We will descend upon Esnagami all Lodge and have a giant fishing tournament where so we release everything. Fun, <laughs> right? We should do that. Chloe, yeah. Chloe would love it up here. No, yeah. and Matt. Oh yeah, Joe, but Matt, Joe. Yeah. Oh my God. Jason from Indiana would love this place too. Oh. That's why everybody would like this place, yeah, man. Yeah. It's super It'd be fun. impossible not to like this place. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, check them out. Everybody, check them out. Check out the show notes. Again, Esnagami, thank you for having us up. We love you guys. Yeah. You've been super awesome. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's another show in the bags, guys. Uh, we're taking off tomorrow. We're catching a flight at 8 a.m. back to Toronto. Jeez. Um, it's been a good time, guys. Honestly, it's been fun. I hate when it has to end. I well, know. That's you, Mitch. What's me? Well, because you, I'm Mitch, uh, and then you say something, and I'm Yelmo. No, well, we're still saying we hate that this is over. You want to end this right oh, now? Oh, no. I thought we were going to end this. I never wanted to be Let's over. Let's never leave. That's it for me, Mitch. Yelma. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say shout out to, just want to give a shout out to um, our guides, um, Ethan and Liam. Thank you so much. Great time. That's for me, Yelma. And all the Yeah, thanks everybody, the whole staff here. Yeah. I mean, from the people that greet you when you bring your boats back, the people who bring you your meals, Eric, Sue, everybody, um, Nikki Nera service. Awesome experience. Tons of walleye, tons of pike, giant brook trout. What more do you want from a fishing trip? Amazing time. Everybody at home, thanks for listening. Take care. You can find all of SoFly's content at SoFly.ca. On Instagram, we're at the SoFly crew. You can reach us at thesofflycrew at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. On Facebook, we're SoFly, and our podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. 